welcome back to another episode of Shona Podcast. I am CP. I'm TS. I'm Barrett. I, I, I still can't come up with anything good. BS. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> BS. That'll work. TS over there wrapped up. Yep. She's all snuggly, laid out on the couch. I need to bring the purple wrapped cover up. for her. No, you don't. No, you don't. You can burn that one. <laughs> the purple one? Yeah, you can burn that one. She's got a dog beside her, scrolling through her phone. Yeah, speaking of dogs, to, uh, I give uh, Rose a minute and a half before she's on that stupid-ass bone. Yeah, dropping it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you hear her licking water? She I drinks about two gallons of water, so be prepared. I don't... She'll go on for, an, for another I don't think I minutes. can... I couldn't... I don't think I could hear her on the playback, but we'll see. I bet it's there. It probably is faintly. She's loud. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um... Yeah, we're here for the shit show for Rick Grimes. You know, I'm. it's still not going to change the fact that I'm wholly disappointed and pissed that they completely squandered a good ending. But that's not unheard of for The Walking Dead to squander good characters like T-Dog and Tyrese. And, I mean, I, I guess my biggest piss-off point of this is they had a chance to really kill him and do something fantastic. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. alert. They don't kill him. They might. They, and because someone... they were in fear that yeah. these, if you're not a hardcore fan, you would have been like, okay, I'm done. I don't need to watch anymore. Yeah, but see, here's the thing. That's that com- what the fear was. But the, the right. thing that completely unasses this is all through this entire episode, Rick's trying to find his family. So now he's going to be helicoptered away where his family is not. And we're just expected that he's going to go, eh, screw him. I don't need him. So either he's in prison or he as, is truly dead because six years, at some point in six years, he'd have made his way back. The only other thing that I saw that somewhat makes sense, but the practicality of it, which, as we know, there's not a lot of practic- practicality in this show. Yeah, there are no shits given when it comes to practicality. Right. Physics, nope. Practicality, nope. But someone made... You know, a theory or whatever, I guess you could say. An that, inference. Yeah, an inference. <laughs> that uh, the helicopter people took him to another country, like across the pond. Really? What? Yes. How the hell is you going to get across with a helicopter? How the hell is that going to happen? Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it's for sure not going to happen in a helicopter. Uh, so hell now, no. now we're talking about you've got a jet. Uh huh. You know? <laughs> yeah. Whatever. I'm like, if. That goes down. That's about the only way I could see Rick not getting back to his family. Yeah, that would make... Yeah, but the dude, that would be... Yeah, I mean, that's crazy, That's crazy. so far-fetched. That is preposterous. Hand me my tinfoil hat. That, or they, like, take him to Puerto Rico or something. Yeah. You know, Canada. Like a, but still. An island. Yeah, still. Well, Canada, they're at Washington, D.C. right now, right? Yeah, yeah but I mean, Canada, I mean, hell... You still get there. Morgan walked from... Virginia to Texas, to Texas in like yeah. a couple months. Yeah, by exactly. taking cars and walking, and I, you know, I don't know, man. It's unless he has amnesia. Well, yeah, there's the other. That's the biggest. He hit yeah. his head so hard he can't remember anybody. Yeah, like the concussion from the dynamite, blood blah, loss, blah blah. blah, blah. And yeah, you know, I guess the point being is he's going to be able to film his Walking Dead movies in England near his family which means we're going to have a bunch of English actors trying to put on American accents, and it, you're, going to, you're going to pick the ones out that suck at doing that. And it's still not going to solve the issue. It's just going to make it easier for him to do. Now, one thing that would be cool, because they're probably going to do it, is you know they ended this episode kind of the same way they ended the pilot, where they play the same music, and he's kind of left in a state. They're, they, can, they can open the movie... And practically the exact same way they open the pilot, because his injury's in the same spot. He's going to be in a hospital. He's going to wake up in a room with no one else around him, but they're going to be out in the hall because he's going to be with the helicopter people. Right. Still, it's irritating. Lots to get to. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot to get to. We might as well hop in because this is probably going to be a All right. a little bit longer than normal one. Yeah, there will be less fast-forwarding through this. Um, first watch... I was all right. None of this really got to me. Second time around, stuff got to me. I had feels. Herschel's the only thing I had feels over. My, my feels got finger banged when I least expected it. Yeah. Like Sasha didn't do anything for me. 
Sasha, what Sasha said kind of got me. But uh, I mean, yeah, Negan, her, Negan's thing second time around that that did actually get me. Yeah, because I was like, holy shit, yeah. But it reminded me of of something from the books. But anyway, anyway, let All me right. sell some bills. Yep. You can find us at Facebook slash Show Enough Pod on iTunes as Show Enough, Twitter at Show Enough Pod. Use our hashtag Show Enough and email us at Show Enough Podcast at gmail dot com. Like us on Facebook, follow us on the Twitter, check us out on social media platforms, rate us on iTunes, and email us your questions or comments. Word. <laughs> I love your affirmations after I that. I mean, I could just be, you know. Next. Like, yeah, I could just be like, and Dan. <laughs> and Dan. You know, or be like the little uh, Muppet dudes. The, the, the little, Statler and Waldorf. Well, no, the little alien ones. The, oh, I know what you're talking about. The Yep, 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 yep. Dudes. Yep. T.S., you got anything? Nope, let's go. She's falling asleep. You going to sleep? I'm tired. Damn. She's on the couch with a blanket. Laying down. Dogs snuggled up. Damn, girl. You need to you need to get that big girl lay on you. Get all warm. Get all toasty. She's told you she's on she'll that damn snoring. bone. Yeah, dude, she's on that bone, and she's gonna drop it off that, and you're gonna hear that loud clack that everybody <laughs> hears. She only chews on that when we get the microphones out. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, right. she does. She don't. She don't. She don't screw chew it on during the week till you come over. Yeah, <laughs> she, you, you show come up. Over, all she that gets that bone. Energy. It's like see my big bone. She's like, I'm gonna piss this kid off again. I'm gonna I'm chew on this because I know it pisses him off. <laughs> All right. Previously on? Previously well, on. So we're covering uh, Season 9, Episode 5, What Comes After. What Comes After is a big old steaming pile of bullshit. All right. Previously on, The Walking Dead. Negan's got great cell service. Maggie's on a mission. Daryl take Rick's deep down inside. Gabe's given forgiveness. Daryl don't need a damn bridge. And Rick does his impression of a corn dog. Say what? A corn dog? Yeah. Well. What part? He eats impaled on the oh, rebar. Okay, gotcha. All right, I'm in. I'm like, All yeah, because right. I was gonna say his impression of a baked potato, but not everybody has the aluminum uh, skewers that they put in a baked potato to cook it from the inside I evenly. Would, I would have said chicken on a stick, but that works. Rick on a stick, chicken on a stick. You know, I had one job. Hey, man, I had one job, dude. I'm off the cuff. You're sitting there mulling <laughs> over it for like hours and stuff. Hey, man, I, I yeah, I sat here. I took a couple of days to write this, and I got. Shit, I got four pages. I can't help it that I'm quick-witted. Hey, man. You ain't gonna be mean about it? I'm not mean. I'm just... All right. Well... Sometimes they hit, sometimes they miss. We got crows whirling in the distance. uh, Are those crows, or or we... Yeah, they're crows. You can hear the cawing. Oh, yeah, uh, that's right. That's right. While Rick's sitting here in the hospital room talking to his comatose self. Because they look more like those little bitty blackbirds that, you know, that do that crap around here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this time of year. No, this, I heard there were de- de- yeah, definitely can, crowing. It's a murder of crows. A murder of crows. And then they turn into all the helicopters stomping at him. And you get the first voice that says, what is your wound? And it's Morgan. Because that's the throwback to the pilot. Question. Mm-hmm. Has he has he seen personally seen the helicopter? I really kind of remember when he was going to the um, when he was going to the junkyard. He had that one moment when uh, one flew over or by. Yeah, that's right. So he has seen he's seen a helicopter. Okay. What because it seems like if you were I know they're doing this for you know visual effect callback, but in reality. If you're doing flashbacks because you're impaled on something, you're not thinking about that helicopter. Unless you hear a helicopter, and then yeah. you know, your might might your brain might go, "Okay, picture helicopter," because you hear it or something. Well, I know the one thing we all talked about when we were watching this is we know he's hallucinating. He's kind of going in and out of consciousness. How much of these voices he's hearing is the hospital staff asking him what his wound is when yeah, they wheel him in? And so I, I really kind of thought that maybe the helicopter he's seeing in the beginning here is more of a a hallucination flashback where he's in the hospital in the helicopter riding out, yeah. but he's still kind of going in and out of consciousness. Yeah, because that know. makes sense. That because even in that one, it, it says, "What's your wound?" Yeah. So I'm I'm really kind of wondering how much of these uh, hallucinations are in sequential order. Yeah, it, it's hard to tell because They're if probably he's really just impaled all... right there before he gets himself off the thing, he wouldn't be hearing what. Yeah, your he's wound. not going to be hearing Morgan say, <laughs> not "What's your wound?" In the helicopter. Yeah, but. Rick pulls the most badass ever way to get off them bars because I'm I was thinking he's gonna reach up and grab them, but they're right outside his reach. So he takes his belt off. Oh God. 
and just loops it over and yanks himself up. That has got to be horrific. Yeah. Dude. He, dude, he is bleeding like crazy. Right. He would be dead. Yeah. Yeah, by the time he walked all that by way. By the time he even he got, up, got up. He would have been just like coma. <laughs> and made it to the horse. He would have probably lost so much he would be yeah. just in a coma. I mean, if yeah. that had gone through and not hit any major organs, there wouldn't be that much bleeding going on. The first thing I thought is he like nicked a renal artery, and if that's the case, he's dead in minutes. He's yeah. out. He ain't getting up and walking around nowhere. Let's see. Left side. What's over there? Got other I mean, than intestine. intestines and a kidney. You got your descending colon, kidney, large, small. Um, your spleen over there? I think it's up a little higher than that. Yeah. It's kind of tucked. Spleen's it's tucked in, in your rib cage like more. A, yeah, it's more like around your diaphragm. Yeah, but still, he's he's in he's in a pretty good hotbed of... Uh, Mm-hmm. Of sensitive, bleedy things right and there. Here's the thing: is him being a cop, he's obviously first responder. Why would he not immediately take his shirt off and tie it around him, and like basically shove, like rip parts of your t- t-shirt and pack that wound and tie it around him? Dude, you're applying logic to uh, right. I know this yeah. is the whole logical basis that they completely yeah, skip they just... over crap on yeah i mean you could chalk it up to he's got to get away from them and he'll deal with packing it later which we see him do but still even still yeah, he didn't even he pack could have packed it. it while he was driving he barely even driving. packs it he just wraps it <laughs> while he's driving that horse he could have packed it yeah <laughs> not for that matter he could have started plucking uh hairs out of the horse's mane and stitch it up himself i mean yeah yeah he could have if you don't look at that way he could have connected his two belts and made a makeshift tourniquet, you know, after he ripped his shirt up and shoved it in both ends. Oh, yeah. But he'd, he'd had to put some major direct pressure on that, and he'd have bled through it anyway. Yeah. Uh, back from commercial, and we got Jadis in a camper. Did any of you notice the significance, uh, uh, the significance of the camper? I... Not tossed out on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not until I saw it on comicbook.com I did it thought make any it looked kind of sense to me. Familiar, but it didn't yeah, it didn't ring until I saw people saying it was the Tara and Heath um, yeah. RV. They're yeah, their camper from the PPP episode that introduced Oceanside. I I really had nothing on it. I, it was just a vehicle. Right. But so they're saying that she got the camper from them somehow, or that's well, why he's been missing. Or some people think that she grabbed Heath, grabbed Heath, and, and traded him. Yeah, yeah, like the, yeah. But back then, she was the junkyard people, yeah. right? So, but he went missing way away from here, right? Like near Oceanside. Well, they they went yeah. missing near a bridge that was uh, broke out. I don't know if it was the same bridge that they later repaired that Rick blew up, but. When Tara finally made it back to the camper, the camper was gone. Right. So apparently the the heapsters, it makes sense. If she's driving it, she had to have gotten it from somewhere, and she probably got it from the heap because that's where the last place she was. So wherever they have a car group laid out at the heaps, that would say that she made it. He, Heath at least made it there. Okay, she was there because she's going to get them to land, but... She has the guns because she's going to try to force them to land and them take her? Yeah. Uh, the helicopter's guy's asking Jadis to confirm the location and the status of the A, and she's so basically just saying... So I'm guessing she was going to trick them to land and then use the gun to yeah, get on board. Or that that or. would really kind of unask the whole process if she's going to try and pull some crap like that. Rick closes his eyes and goes into these little micro-sleeps that wind up kind of showing him some of his history. And during that time, apparently the horse just stops walking because they got real close to him. God, that's a bunch of walkers. Yeah. That's a whole bunch of extras, too. Oh, that dude's not even wearing makeup. <laughs> There's a guy on the far left-hand side that wasn't even wearing any Far right-hand side wasn't even wearing He was anything. a fresh walker. Hey. <laughs> yeah, he was. He's newly, newly dead. Uh, Maggie encounters a walker on the road and gives it a pre-Negan treatment. <clears throat> she yeah. got to test out that... Uh... Crowbar. crowbar. Yeah. That gnarly crowbar, that all twisted. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're getting metal. all artsy-fartsy with it. But the the thing, the big takeaway from this, aside from her just getting medieval on his ass, is uh, I'd be walking around with a roll of paper towels. Because <clears throat> she's over here 
but you know, that, she went unnecessary evil yeah, on it. Yeah, I mean, she's trying to do her best to get all the crap off the thing and her arm with that one ass paper towel. I'd have been. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I'm hand me the quick picker upper. I got a, I got some serious. Yeah, shit I got this on. one little piece of square, and I got to clean all these guts <laughs> yeah. off of. Yeah, Should've I mean, you some... ain't wiping your ass with three, three squares of toilet paper. You ain't cleaning <laughs> that shit up with one paper towel. <laughs> Should have got some brawnies. Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Well, Rick's uh, riding down the road, comes across the Carlisle house, and steps in for compression bandages, and then promptly passes out. If I mean, if he had seriously taken that kind of injury like that, God, he would be in excruciating pain riding a horse. My reality here is he's going a long way zipping through this floor, and they still find him? I mean, it was like he went yeah. left, he went right, went down this alleyway. He comes. Now he's in the forest. And at this, but it, unless they're moving they in like one him. giant biomass. But the thing is, is they come up from behind the house. Seems like they should come from the f- through the front of the house. Yeah, like, well, yeah, logistics wise, unless the little dirt road curved like yeah. made a horseshoe turn around from you know, I don't know. My thinking is, if I went that far back in the woods, that the they would have kept on going straight down that road. They wouldn't have went like yeah, all the way I mean, zigzag back down. You would have had a few stragglers, but I mean, he should have been in the clear. Yeah. yeah. Obviously didn't happen, but so he's looking around the house and see that they shot the place up for some reason. Yeah, that come and get me assholes. I don't know who that. I, I don't know if that dude was just had lost his damn mind or what. Yeah, probably. I mean, it you know it looked it, it like, like murder suicide. Yeah, it ended up looking like some version of that based on body placements and guns and all that stuff. But yeah, that little shack. Had um, surely um, been shot up. So, um, breaking news: my buddy and and uh, Little Rock won his bid. He just posted it. Uh, yeah, so, I, so my buddy's running for like city council over in Little Rock. Oh yeah. He just posted sixty-two percent of the vote. Damn. With a f- almost five hundred vote lead in a little small Arkansas town, so that's pretty big. Oh, dude, he teabagged him. Yeah, he. Uh, Votes are still pending, but all all shows that he's he's looking good, dude. <laughs> so, he mushroom stamped the competition. He did. So all right, pretty cool. Anyway, I just CP's political co- uh, connection. Yeah, the big uh, the big world of uh, Maumel, Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a, uh, a bustling metropolis. Yeah, it's the uh, white suburb of North Little Rock. Oh damn. Okay. So, all right. Well, uh, Rick is back in Atlanta reenacting his uh, ride of Lady Godiva down the wide open interstate. And we get the next call of What's Your Wound? And this one sounded like Lori to me. Oh, it is Lori. It says right there. Cool. Oh, yeah. Dude, I, I didn't turn the, the closed captions. captions on until I was halfway done. It was like day two that I, I turned them on. So, yeah, it was Lori. Man, I got that one good. And for this hallucination, he gets to meet Shane. And it would make sense that they use Lori to do that one because Shane, really, she was the connection between him and Lori. For sure. In a couple of different ways. <laughs> this was, like, the best one. Like, Dude. As far as, uh, like, I, me enjoying it, this this one right uh, here was the best. That, you know Bernthal had to enjoy this. Oh, You're looking yeah. for my family, ain't you? <laughs> He's like, how's my baby girl, For a second the there, Rick does the whole, damn, he went there. He's like, well, damn right. Yeah, dude. He's like, how's my baby girl? She got my eyes right. Uh, and the one thing that, that uh, Shane gets into with this is in a sick and twisted way, Shane made Rick who he is. Mm-hmm. I mean, two of Rick's most brutal moments were fostered by Shane. Uh, he bit the neck out of, bit the, bit the neck out of um, the claimers. Uh, damn, I can't remember. Start with a J, I think. But anyway, um, Shane mentions, you know, some of that was the shit he did in that field, which is taking out Shane. Right. And then he bit the neck out of that guy. And uh, then he mentions the, the church with the red machete. That's Gareth. Right. And when, he, when, he, when Shane gives the whole, you can do it, brother, 
that's a brother I can respect. That one I would appreciate because in his own way, Shane really had his back on this and really just kind of yeah. gave him the edge and the push Rick needed to eventually get there. I just hate that Shane was so far ahead of the game on this. I like the part where he he basically said, tells Shane that you're such an asshole, and he goes, yep, I sure am. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. like, I'm the asshole. So I really wonder what this show would have been like, what really how this would have been had Shane made it. Cause Shane would have been the one that's pushing Rick to the limits because he already knew pretty much what was gonna go down, how it was gonna shake, that you, you gotta be brutal to make it. Right. Yeah, he Rick apologizes to him. Yeah, he says, sorry for what I did to you and all that stuff. Yeah. He's, you know, he's like, I, you know, don't worry about it. So that one, that wake up was that, the best wake up. The wake yeah. up where he goes, wake up. And then uh, he wakes yeah. up and there's a zombie right in his face. Of all, oh, dude. Of that all of, was, I think that was the best scene. Yeah, that was, his was the most comical and his wake up scene was the best out of all of them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm glad they got Burnthal back for this because that really was awesome. The only, you know, now, of course, based on his schedule and stuff like that, I wonder why they wouldn't have brought Glenn. Like, I kind of get why maybe not Chandler based on his is kind of recent. Well, hell, they didn't bring Lori back either. Well, but whatever. Who cares about I mean. It would have been nice to if just... Right, show Sarah just for a I second. I think I read something about that. Why, why not Chandler Riggs? Because then you would have already found your family. Right. So there would have yeah. been no point. I don't care about the Chandler part. Yeah. I'm surprised that they didn't bring back the Glenn. Yeah. You know. So you know. Yeah. I thought if, they could have put Glenn if over. They brought, uh, if they put Shane Herschel and Glenn instead of Sasha. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't epic. think Rick and Sasha yeah. had a really close relationship. Yeah, you know, Hurst they, was, yeah, now they could have put Hurst didn't Glenn. do anything. I mean, they were they they knew each other, but they really didn't have like a Mm-mm. hey, no, you know, I didn't, not a brother, hey brother. And her <laughs> her wig in that scene, yeah, that was, was distracting. Shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that was very much so. It was a very much a distraction. Yeah. So I I. I kept staring at that the whole time, not even really paying attention to her words. Yeah, me too. I, I, guess, I guess we all did because we were like, maybe that's why. I, maybe that's why I got you on the second or third time because at that point you had finally yeah. gotten over the wig nonsense. But yeah, her yeah. hair looked horrible. Awful. I mean, I still. Maybe that's I still why they are, changed her hair for the new. I wasn't season. looking. I wasn't looking uh, Sonequa in the eyes. I was looking at her hair. Well, Judith's making a bracelet and Aunt Maggie shows up, but Michonne goes to head her off. Yeah. This and I get the setup for this scene. It really does nothing but kill time. But mm-hmm. it's it's essentially Maggie saying, "Look, I've been dealing with this crap for a couple of years now. I cannot take this any longer. He's he's got to die because I can't shake it." And for Michonne to sit there and go, "Well, you're just gonna have to figure it out," that was was bullshit. But eventually, she relents, gives her the keys, and is like, "Look, I'm not gonna fight this shit anymore. You just go kill him." Right. Yeah, what are you going to do? I mean, what is Michonne going to do? Like, yeah, a, I mean, all-out brawl right here? I mean... Uh, well, I read <clears throat> some of the... Or I saw some before this episode. People were speculating on where, you know, Maggie was... Sub- at some point, people were saying Maggie was going to be in the next episode, like episode six, and that Michonne was going to kill her or something. So... Well, yeah. not after this I, episode. I was like, well, I don't see how that's going to... I don't see how... Michonne turns into that much of a person. Like, as much as she's trying to do the right thing, she's still not going to kill Maggie over Negan. Yeah. But I could see Maggie attacking Michonne. Yeah. And accidentally getting killed in the process. Uh, Well, yeah, I guess that could have played out. I could see Maggie getting porch-dicked by uh, Michonne. Right. So So Maggie gets into the cell and... God, Negan is taunting her terribly. Oh, he's pushing her buttons like like he's playing the damn Beethoven. I yeah. mean, he is just working I mean, her over. And he's he's saying, he's like, I expected it to be you. Uh, of everybody he's shat upon in their group, she really took it the worst. And he was expecting it to be her. Yeah. I still kind of enjoy how they shot this, and he, for... 
95% of this whole spiel is in the shadows. Yeah. And to me, what that does is that allows her to remember him in that time when he was proud and strong right. and capable and willing and deserving of the death that she, he wants her to give him. But he don't want to show her what, what he's become now, how broken he is. And I know they mentioned it on Talking Dead, but this really does mirror what's in uh, the comic because there is a there's an exchange between him and Maggie where she she's come to kill him and she's got a gun on him and he's he's really telling her that he's seen people turn on each other. He was in a number of different groups before the Saviors. He's seen people turn on each other. There's a there's this panel where uh, a sister pushes her younger brother into the group of walkers to get away from him, and he just stands there and is just shocked that she just killed her own family. And these people that are pleading for help and want him to help them, and they're not really trying to help themselves, he convinces himself that the worst of humanity he can he can take out if killing one person brutally snaps everybody out of their own selfish shit and gets them more in line with the way he needs them to be, then he's willing to do it. And he, he does get to the point where he actually kind of enjoys doing it. But he, he levels with her like he does here and, and basically tells her that uh, the worst thing in life is that he doesn't have Lucille and him taking Glenn from her is like taking Lucille away from him. And, and for that, he is truly sorry. And he starts crying his eyes out. So, yeah. It was nice to see that play out here and definitely on second and third watch to just see how broken he is. I was still all the way up until the point where she locked him back in his cell. I was still waiting for him to try something. Yeah. It's like, what's up with the side of his head? It looks like he's got a like a nasty... Probably got a bad... Like razor Bad burn. cut job. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean... I wonder how, how was... I wonder how he was cutting his hair. Because it seems like if he was cutting his hair, he would probably want to cut the beard. Yeah, no, I think I think uh, they were cutting his hair for him. Just reaching through the bars yeah. and doing it probably. Because <laughs> some is long, some is short. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, it's not that great, but... Uh, it's like they took a knife and did it and not scissors. You yeah. know, like when you pull up your hair and you can just knife it, that's yeah. what it looks like. Yeah, I mean, Jeffrey D. Morgan did great in this. Because you, you watch it the first time in Maggie's shoes, and you're just thinking it's a trap, it's bullshit. Yeah, I kept How am I going to feel bad for this piece of crap? And and the second time you watch it, you put yourself in Negan's shoes, and you go, this guy, you don't really know what he's been through. Hopefully, they're going to get into it. But, I mean, he's a, he's a seriously flawed and broken guy. And to see him just a shade of who he was... And just crying. He's like, no, I'm not going to get back in there. And then he's just fucking defeated. That was the part. That was the one little part where he shuts the door behind himself. Yeah. That's when I was like, yeah, this guy is busted to nothing. Yeah, that's what. When he walked in there willingly and just shut up behind himself, that was pretty jacked up. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, we finally broke Negan. And I know people are over here going, yeah, he's he's pulling one over on her, blah, blah. But in the... uh in the fast forwards for the next couple of episodes uh, that they're about to have, that's six years in the future. He's mm -hmm. still in that cage. Mm -hmm. Oh God, that's, but I did like what they're doing with that, that they killed off Carl, but they're going to give his story to Judith, which fits more in line with a little more in line with the comics. He's a little bit older in the comics than this, but at least that puts it back on track where Daryl's not going to be trying to hook up with a teenage girl. Gotcha. Like we were thinking at first. Right. And sure to point, Maggie comes back out. No Michelle blood on the crowbar. That, that thing, crowbar is immaculate. <laughs> she's looking at her like, what? Yeah. Michelle's like, what? Damn, she's got a roll of paper towels in her back pocket. She cleaned that bitch off. <laughs> Are you using brawny? <laughs> <laughs> brawny and wet wipes. <laughs> and yeah, and that's when uh, they come in and say something's wrong with the camp. Yeah. Shit's going down. So another voice says, "What's your wound?" And it sounds like Beth to me. Let's see if the uh, let's see if the closed captioning says it's Beth. Hold on, hold on. Moment of truth. <laughs> he's got to find his family. Yeah, yeah. He's got to leave him away. Growling continues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, come on. Get sleepy. Get sleepy. There it is. Go to sleep. Shh. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. 
So now he flashes back. I, it just says it just woman. says woman. Yeah. No, nah, that sounded like Beth to me. Yeah, I would. I would. It wouldn't be surprised because he's she's meeting with uh, Herschel. There she is with there he is with Herschel. So now we're at the farm with Herschel, and they they kind of do this whole look at this Rick where Herschel shows Rick you know the the land that kind of takes in that bluff and shows him all the land they have and how pretty it is. The one thing I did notice here was somebody really should have told Herschel. To trim those damn eyebrows. Yeah, he <laughs> they're bushy as a ghetto. I'm looking at uh, Scott Wilson. Yeah, you can tell he does not look he, good. Yeah, he didn't look right. Definitely and, not from last year when we saw him. Yeah, I mean he still he still looks like himself, but you can tell he's he's just off. Yeah, he just doesn't look healthy. Like yeah. he he's lost a lot of weight. Yeah, that he has. Like especially in his face. That, and that's it, what I was noticing. It's kind of aged, like. His hair is way thinner. Yeah. And stuff like that. But now he's he's apologizing to Herschel for, you know, if I needed to, if I could have done better, if I, I should have done this, I should have done that. And the the part that got me is when Rick said he needs to find his family and keep them together. And he, he kind of asks Herschel, maybe I could find them here. That got me. Because that's, that's him trying to give up. He, he's passing out and he's like, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go to sleep now. And Herschel uh is like, no, you gotta wake back up. Right. At least Herschel's got both legs in this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was good seeing Scott Wilson one more time. I hate that they didn't say, you know, in Scott Wilson's last performance. They really just made this all about Rick and not about anybody else. Right. Yeah, it was Did you see they kept that hand? They kept Herschel's hand on his chest Mm -hmm. when he woke up on the horse. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's sweet. (laughs) Much like passes right back out again. Much much like uh, what happened with the slight time jump in the prison and Herschel reappears with, you know, a prosthetic leg. Yeah. That uh, you see in the time jump later that uh, Aaron appears um, in the time jump. With a uh, merle-looking hand. Thing. Yeah, you saw that. It was a. It was a like a metal. Yeah, it was like a metal-looking hand. Yeah. Yeah. Where they? Hopefully, they're not going to army a darkness that hand and make it uh, <laughs> make it fully mechanical. But when Rick is back in the hallway, you hear another voice say, "What's your wound?" This one is Abraham. This one is obviously Abraham. Right. Now I wonder if it's actually them or if it's someone like. Voice. It sounded like Michael Cutlets, like voicing over. Hold up, I think I, would I paused. Hope, I paused too soon. Cause I, you, you I would actually, hope that they wouldn't, uh, you know, that they wouldn't pay short them change. To yeah, short just come change. out and say something. Like, well, just pay someone else to not just come out and say one line. Yeah, you know, that that try and does like a impersonation or whatever. I'm gonna guess that the characters where they say the name says, "What's your room? What's your room?" Mm-hmm. I'm guessing they actually use the real the real actors and actresses because uh, so they can get the credits. Yeah, because for the one that that sounds like Beth, it just says woman. Well, Rick goes down to the end of the hall and it says open, dead outside. Dead inside. Oh, does it say outside or inside? Open, dead outside. Oh, outside. Okay. This so the inside outside because this is that Walking Dead 100 through. variant cover I've got. It's a chromium edition. There are so many people in this. It was hard to really kind of pick them out. Yeah. But you can pick some there's, of them out. There's Dale. Carol. Carol. I didn't see Dale. There's uh, Eugene. I didn't see Dale either. Yeah. Go, I, he's back. But, you know, every time I see this, I see someone new. Yeah. That's Daryl. Because yeah, I could make out Daryl, Beth, Maggie, there's Rosita Beth. holding hands. Says so there's Beth. Here's Rosita, there's Maggie, and then Rosita's holding hands with Eugene. I mean, not Eugene, but um, Abraham. Uh, Jesus, Jesus is in here. Carol, Bob, Shane, Tyrese. Tyrese. And then Sasha visits and says, it's okay. Everybody did their part. It's totally fine. All these dead people, totally fine. Everybody did their part. We're good. We're good. It all washes clean. Yeah. Pay no attention. They all did. And her hair looks like God, it looks some bad. cheesy Saturday Night Live skit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's really about his best way to explain She's about it. to invite him aboard the uh, USS Enterprise. It's like <laughs> two to three steps above, like, ho- Spirit Halloween 
wig. Yeah. <laughs> That's about it. Yeah, it is. Because <laughs> I think her hair is like super short now, like in real life. I have no idea. I'm not willing to pay to watch Star Trek. So no, I, I've. Like, it's like pulled Instagram back and braided or something, or something real it. short or something. Well, I mean, in there's that, Bob it is. right there. See Bob? Yeah. I, I, yeah, I saw him. But, but she's going to tell him it's okay. We've yeah. all done our part. You know, you give your strength to everybody else. They draw strength from each other. It all washes out in the end. The bad and the good kind of muddy out to a neutral. Yeah, I think had this scene been Glenn. Yeah, I think it would have been more. Uh, it would have been more powerful. Powerful. Glenn. Yeah. Yeah. But I wonder if Everybody they asked been certain people and they just yeah. denied coming on. I mean, they could yeah, have, I mean, you know. They could have. They could have. And he just might be, you know, whatever. He could be shooting something else. I don't know. You know. I did see, which I thought was really odd, of, mm-hmm. of all the two people, Tyrese. I think it was Tyrese. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Tyrese and Lizzie, whatever her name was. Sure. Shara, yeah, Shara Bell. What the hell's her yeah, name? Yeah, I can't remember what her name is. Shara something. Whatever her, the chick that plays Lizzie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were at... Sherbino? Yeah, Sherbino. They were at a con in Germany this past weekend. Damn! Jeez. Like some horror con. Holy hell. Like there was like Freddy and Michael Myers and all this other crap over yeah. there in Germany. I'm like, it's all just right. a odd pair. Yeah, they uh, apparently didn't want to do uh, Walker Stalker. She was there. She was? Yeah. She was over there by the kids. All the way up front. Um, like the first couple rows right in front of like Daryl and um Shane and you know, and you started on the oh, right. Shit, we didn't go down that far. We didn't go he down did. that far. We did, but I don't remember seeing anybody. Um, I mean, it I was just know. it was over yeah. there by like Lizzie, Mika, Lizzie's brother or whoever that's yeah, in it we now. Didn't go uh, there. Yeah, we yeah. didn't even look at any of they that. They were all right there. Oh, I I, I honestly yeah. Don't remember seeing them. It was, yeah, I mean, they were irrelevant. Yeah. I mean, yeah. unless, yeah. you know, you're a kid or someone relatively around their age who was watching the show then. True. What grown adult, unless you're just some weirdo, is going to go and be like, hey, let me take this picture with this 17-year-old girl. Yeah. You know, no. How about no? <laughs> uh, well, I mean. No. no. Not me. All right. All right. I mean. I mean, I might. She was crazy as fuck, as for I, one. I would. And... <laughs> She's a kid. I would just feel it would just feel weird. Yeah. So for you, for me, I'd be good with it. No. Yeah. I'd be like, this little bitch is gonna stab me. Probably. <laughs> so, no. Can, can we take a selfie? Can you not put your hand behind my back, please? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Could you? Uh, can I just stand three feet over here and get and somebody? point at you? Yeah. <laughs> and just you know, yeah. All right. Well. Rick wakes up as he's fallen off that effing horse because that horse man and the horse said, "I got your horse effing hates people." Peace out, bitch. Biatch. Yeah. Wakes up in the workers' camp after the gunfight, and it is on like Donkey Kong. Man, and he, he starts still... bleeding like crazy, and yeah, the the dead workers are reanimating. Oh, and the fact that he still has blood in him to bleed out is yeah. Brat. At the rate he's been going, uh, he's done bled out like three people. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that's almost like wanting to get your picture made with the actress's chick or something. In comparison, I'm like, hell no, this bitch is gonna like spin her head around and vomit on hey, me. Tell, tell me how you really feel. Mm. Creepy kids are creepy, man. I don't care how old you are. You got a point. All right, Rick pulls out his python, offs a couple of walkers. So now, this guy has been passing out. All damn day long. He's got no blood left in him, but he's still able to hoist that cannon and... And hit some headshots. And get headshots. Yet, yeah. when he's fine, he can't even come close to touching Negan chasing yeah. his ass. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you can just hit the stained glass window like 10 feet away. So, bullshit. This bullshit, Willie. I told I, you I didn't want to do this. I did, I did kind of like how... Uh, they let us know that the herd's coming because the trees and shit start yeah. rustling. It's like Jurassic Park. It was yeah. like T Rex. Yeah. And I was like, what is I saw that tree shake and I was like, what kind of bullshit is this? Uh, <laughs> They've never done that before. Now they're going to start doing it. 
I mean, you get like eight guys on a tree trying to shake it, and and you might get some movement, but you get barely held together walkers bumping into a tree. Ain't moving shit. It's got to be a dead tree. That yeah, but that thing had leaves all over it, so it wasn't. We know for a fact it takes about four um, semi-grown men to push over a dead tree. Oh yeah, (laughs) damn right. And then you better pray don't land on you. Well, I love how close the workers' camp is to the road, and. All those walkers were just kind of having them a little siesta on the side and then came right back onto the road as soon as Rick does. And he is bleeding like crazy. His boots are fucked up. Oh, dude. I can't believe they've lasted so long. uh, Three years. Isn't it like three years in uh, the Walking Dead time has actually passed since uh, the pilot? So it was three years, and then we had a year and a half jump. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been every bit of... Four or five years. Yeah. Because we can infer that Judith is somewhere in that four to five year old range. Yeah. Give or take. Of course, then he's he's watching the uh, rescue squad roll in and, and get all stabby on everybody. And it isn't until he hears Michonne say, we don't die, that he realizes it's fake. Right. You, you see it on his face. You see him do the whole, ah, shit, I thought this was real. Of course, when he says the... uh you're my family and I found you. That kind of got me a little bit. Not much. Yeah, you know. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. But just pushing the Rick Michonne relationship thing, I, for one, am glad he's dead because now I don't have to see that get forced on us anymore because <laughs> they have zero chemistry. Yeah. yeah. Even here, in the moment of moments... Yeah, yeah, there is no romantic love there, I tell you the that. The only time... It, it's more of a, you're going to get up and fight this. <laughs> yeah, the only time that it felt genuine is in the end with her reaction to him. Yeah. That, I felt. Yeah. yeah. But, but this right here, no. yeah, there ain't nothing here. No. no. It had been more chemistry with him and Beckinsale times 100 than this This right here. Yeah. Had, had it come down to, to the two of them having some scenario like this so he gets the final last wake up mm-hmm. now here's here's the part of the flawed logic that i thought on second watch was just stupid his whole point in this is to hobble across the bridge because it's not supposed to support all the weight it's supposed to fall so i guess the idea is they all believe that their work is so shitty that they're not going to be able to pass over this bridge without collapsing. I think the was part of it was that the concrete hadn't concrete footings weren't finished before the water came in and oh. was going to wash away the footings. Okay. That so they poured. He was expect they were expecting this thing to collapse on its own and under the weight of them it just would help it out faster. Right. Okay. That's my at least that's my point. Of based on the way that they had those uh, those posts kind of squared out. Yeah. That one time when he was down there talking with yeah the one dude who was trying to talk to him about the saviors missing. Um, I forget his name. Um, and he's down there talking to Eugene and all that stuff. And they were under the bridge. Yeah, yeah. And I they gotcha. had you know they had the coffer dams. Yeah, they dammed it up there so that they could get. The concrete set and in place. Yeah. I think that was more of why they thought it was going to be compromised because the footings were going to be compromised based on them not being able to fully cure. Okay. That makes more sense. One of the few things that they actually did physically based, physics based, and... And they were pretty close to it. They they, they they, weren't terribly wrong. They held it pretty pretty consistent. Yeah. But dude... All those walkers on that bridge, but they but they blow it away here in about two seconds. Yeah, I know, I know. Well, that that brings physics. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, and that and then they go and shit all over the physics in just a few seconds, like you said. Uh, Well, Rick's over there on the edge of the bridge, and he's like, "Shit, it's gonna hold." Well, that plan's gone to hell. Uh, I cannot keep walking because they're walking faster than me. And then who shows up? But Infinite Arrow Daryl. (laughs) <laughs> that bastard just keeps pulling out of his quiver and shooting up a storm. He keeps Rick clear while the rest of the Scooby gang run to the opposite bank. And that was the other part I'm thinking is, where the F are they going? Daryl's right there. He can They can all see him. 
are they supposed to run to the opposite end of the bridge to try and and try and call them back? Yeah. How can you do that if the only bridge present across that raging river is the one that he is standing on? I don't know. So then it just doesn't make sense to me anymore. Yeah, because even I was like, Where the hell are they going? I guess up the road on the backside there. Yeah, they're sneaking around to the backside of Of the the, bridge. Of the walkers. Like they're down below where the river is and they're going up the hill around around the the side. No, they're on that side of the river. Like right there. Like he was down there, so he's going to run up to his right and be right there by them. But he's on this side of the river. Yeah. He yeah. is, but the others are not. Yeah, they are. Are they? they they're all right. on the same side of the hymn. So why no, why not. wouldn't they just come? They're uh, on this side of the bridge. Oh. They're on the other side of the river. They just came out like here, and he's right there. Okay, but they're still I on gotcha. this side of the river. All right. But, okay, well, then it makes sense. But I didn't see that. So anyway. See, because they come up from the right side. Right beside them going towards the going bridge. Going across the yeah. bridge. Or before they're coming across. So, but, which brings me to my next problem is who the hell leaves dynamite on a bridge? That's just Eugene lazy writing. Does. Not Eugene. <laughs> lazy <laughs> ass workers. Save, savior yeah. workers. Well, the saviors could have took the dynamite and, and exploded up the camp if they were that pissed off. I had right, one so gun. <laughs> pause that and let's see, count how many sticks of dynamite that was. Oh, you want to go back? <laughs> oh, all he's got to do is hit one. Well, right. But all the rest of them are going to blow with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you went past it. Yeah, I know. I'm fine. sorry. Let me say the savers. I was like, hell, they. Yeah, they're like, we don't have any guns. We need guns, but All hell, right. you have like twenty thousand sticks Five, of dynamite 10, there. They could have used 30, 40, 35, 35, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 30. Like 30, 35, 30, 35 or something. Thirty-five sticks of dynamite. You can see, dude. Yeah, thirty-five sticks of dynamite. Oh yeah, there would be a crater. Oh yeah, a football field. You know. Wide and deep. Yeah. So while we're pointing out lazy writing, um, help me out here. Look at those. He's penny standing loafers. on the road. <laughs> it looks like your dad's shoes. No, <laughs> no. He loves. That looks dad. like your dad's <laughs> pants too. Uh, Rick is standing on the road. He shoots the dynamite. The explosion, the shock wave of that is gonna is gonna radiate out in a bubble. It's gonna push everything in an equal dis- distance in the opposite direction. Oh yeah. Uh, so where would he go? He would go farther up the road. He wouldn't go into the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Toward the explosion. He'd get blown even farther back onto the road. Right. Anyway. And the concussion would kill him alone. Oh, yeah. I mean, he'd be dead. That would have ruptured every vessel in his body. And then you got everybody's uh, heartfelt, oh, my God. Well, the thing is, is Michonne's yelling and screaming like she can see a damn thing. But she couldn't. Yeah. She couldn't see what Rick was doing, what he was about to do. Had no clue what he was about no. to do. Daryl could see. Daryl. Daryl could see that Darryl he was could see that he was too. pointing his gun. Yeah. But he still, there's no way he could see the dynamite. No. Oh, uh, when when Rick said, I found them and then shot, yeah, that got me too. Yeah, that was a little, yeah. But I love that they've got all those walkers. Yeah, that's a good scene. Falling over, catching fire and falling into the river. That I loved. Just like lemmings. Oh, God, that's freaky as hell. And then now in a role reversal, Maggie holding back Michonne versus Michonne holding back Maggie when uh, Negan was being saved. And Daryl just says, well, that's it, and just turns around and walks off. Can't betray him anymore. Damn it. All right. Guess I'll find somebody else to betray, or I'll get a dog. And he lost all his arrows. Fade to black. Yeah, that was um, that was some shit. I'm sure a lot of people were like, thought he was just dead right then. And I knew. I'm like, that, it ain't ending like that. There ain't no way in hell. I was thinking he was. Because I was hoping they were actually going to do what they should have done, which was well, kill his ass. I, well. Yeah, but then it would have been like, no body, no proof he's dead. Right. So she's what? Two, three miles away? She said she was 1.6 miles away from the the from. The, the, the trash heaps. You're right, but I mean, based on how close she is to that plume of smoke. Yeah, she is. She is probably a mile couple away. Couple miles away. Yeah, a mile best. and a half. Two miles. I don't care how loud. You can't tell me those people don't hear the stupid ass helicopter. They do have the river to contend with. That and the zombie noises. I'd I'd say that river is going to drown out the. Yeah, I say so noises. too. Because that river is like rapid. I say bullshit. Okay. 
Well, Jadis no. is uh, looking at the smoke, and she hears people on the walkie ask, what was that? Was it the bridge? And someone says, Rick blew the bridge to stop the herd. And then a woman says, let's move north and uh, try to break up the rest of them. And then her helicopter shows up for the evac, and that's when she sees all the bodies and debris washing down. Right, and the, lo and behold, there's Rick the, on the riverbank. The very first cut that they made over there, I was, I mean... You're looking at bodies, right? In a, no, right there. See, I never saw him. I over saw there. He's so far away and so small. I, never I was saw just it seeing all the bodies in the grant on the water. I was just looking, looking at the I was looking bodies. for him in the water. As soon as they panned over to that bank, I was like, "That's motherfucking him." My and thing she, is, as a person, I didn't notice him until that point when yeah. she runs up and you see him. I go, "Holy shit, there he is!" Yeah, that wasn't very good shot there because even that first scene, I was like, I didn't see it either. Now she says that she's got a B. Right. Not an A. She never had an A. Now, you see the A on the helicopter? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I hope to God they explain what this A-B thing is, because they still haven't explained the PPP either. Uh, we probably won't find out for two years. And that, that brings me to my next problem with Rick still being alive is, are they going to keep Jadis out of the next couple of seasons, or is she going to show up? My yeah. guess is she's got to be gone for a while. She's going to have to be. Because if she's not... She's got a lot of explaining to do. She's got a lot of it. You know, because you got what's-his-name who's still got to come back and try and explain some bullshit yeah. um, about what happened to him, yeah. Gabriel. Yeah, yeah. I did like that they ended this on the, the song Space Junk that played at the end of uh, episode one where Rick was in the tank. Mm-hmm. I, I did like that they kind of brought it back to this. Because that also makes me think that when they do Rick's mini-movie, it's going to open with him in the hospital bed. Mm, maybe. And then we get the time jump, where the helicopter takes off, and you see the dead tree in the foreground, the smaller trees in the midground, and then the barn in the background. And after the jump, old trees down, midground trees are bigger, and the barn in back is just gone to hell. I mean, six years? You going to see that much decay in a barn in six years? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, Magna takes out a walker and tells everybody to run. Yeah, there it is. Luke takes out a walker. And Kelly takes out a walker and stabs it. Connie's got the rock beating him out. And Yumiko saves Connie. There it is. Bing. And takes okay. a hit to the back of the head with that rock. Ooh. Are these all comic book people? These are all comic book people. Um, they were in uh, Virginia and made their way to the D.C. area and their little subgroup. And they originally, in the comics, they uh, ran into Paul, Jesus. Mm. Jesus was leading a herd away from the group and ran into him and then brought him back to town. So instead, they meet Judith. And I guess we're we're supposed to believe that she's got that python and she was uh headshotting walkers from a distance to make make a clearing. And she has a mini katana. Yeah. No way that kid's shooting a python. That that's just a fucking beast of a gun. Yeah, she's supposed to be ten, but she is small for a ten year old. Is it just my imagination? Mm, you know. You know, I got big kids, so you know. Yeah. But that she looks like she's eight. But they say she's supposed to be ten. Yeah. She looks like an eight year old (laughs) or a seven year old. But yeah, but you know, push pause on this. But my thing is, Judith is carrying a gun and a sword, but the kid that was in the, that was raised by um, Carol and Morgan taught how to use the stick, they wouldn't give that kid a gun or a sword. So, how does Judith get the privilege of, hey, you can carry this big ass gun that can blow holes in people's heads? Oh, yeah, definitely. And a sword. Because she's Judith yeah. But Grimes. no other kids in the neighborhood are allowed to have a gun. Yeah. She's Judith Grimes. Well, not to get too spoil- spoilery on it, but um, this new group they bring in is going to have its own tensions, and it is solidifying the coming of the Whisperers. We know they're coming anyway, because we definitely see this in this trailer coming up, but they play uh, parts in it. that They did change one thing, unless, unless that Kelly winds up being... A guy that looks like a woman to me. So who's Kelly? Kelly's the the yeah that is a girl. Uh, Kelly's the black lady with the short hair. Okay. And Connie's the short hair, but it's it's fluffy. There's Connie. Yeah. There's Kelly. 
Kelly in the comics is a guy mm. that Connie's in a relationship with. So they got some explaining to do. But they like changing things around a little bit. Well, at least we saw that um, Negan was able to shave his beard. Yeah. Yeah, and he's talking to the he's talking to Judas, so he must have a little bit more freedoms, but he's in the well, jail. In the in the comics he's talking to Carl. Well, so, yeah, well Carl's not here, but Yeah, I know that. Did y'all see did y'all see the meme where um somebody took the shot of the walkers milling around in the field and Aaron Jesus and the other guy against that log and compared it with uh Jurassic Park? No, I didn't mm. see that. Where the the three are hiding behind that log and looking at all the dinosaurs running around in the field. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> it was pretty good, yeah. Daryl gets a dog. And they're saying that the walkers are uh, evolving. So that, again, plays into... Michonne gets a new hairdo. And... Carol gets a so new hairdo. So was uh, Carol's son... Well, I'm calling her him her son because she's raising that kid. Uh, did they get a new kid for that role since it's six years later? You've got to. I don't poor, see how they can't. Poor old little boy. I loved that uh, during that little preview of things to come, it shows Kelly killing a walker with a slingshot, and T.S. sits up and goes, What the fuck? Are you... It's like, Wait, you're telling me they're going to kill somebody with a slingshot? My ass. She can kill him with a slingshot, but my thing is, it always baffles my mind when a one walker can overpower a human. I'm thinking, shouldn't they be, like, weak and... Frail and not weigh that much, but I mean, they can over can, one walker can overpower you. Yeah, if you can put a hole straight through their head with a slingshot, they're not taking anybody down. Yeah, yeah, but it always no. kills me when they have one walker just plow down somebody. Oh, yeah, I'm like, what? Or sneak up on them. Yeah, ninja walker. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay, so when we come back next week, it's going to be six years in the future. Yeah. Hmm. That's a whole lot of time. Man, to Carol take up. can grow some hair in six years. I'll tell you Hell that can't yeah, grow hair can. that fast in six years. It's that high protein diet she's got. <laughs> I did notice she's still wearing she's wearing that wedding band. It's that royal jelly she's been eating. She has long hair and she has a wedding band still on her face because it was the left hand that was out. I bet you she still hasn't married to him. <laughs> Probably not. Because she thinks as soon as I do, bad things will come. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm gonna make him work for it. Yeah. Um Yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see the dynamics, I guess, of it from here. You know, we, we know that the whispers are coming, so we we know at some point, probably this season, they're going to have to come to grips with Negan and set him free. Yeah. That, there's going to be a lot And there's of... got to be a very, I still think, if he's in there six years later, there has to be a huge dynamic that changes for that to yeah so maggie's gone apparently you know after as of this episode too so i'm assuming they're gonna come back and go hey she left to go to georgie georgie so then you that takes her and herschel out of it so you don't have to worry about raising another kid in the apocalypse uh on camera and you know but so that makes it easier for them to move past the negan part because there's no way I think that would happen if Maggie was still around. Yeah. But still, it's going to have to be some major yeah, consequences or, or something major has to happen, I think, before they decide to let him out and let him, quote, help. Yeah. And with the whispers coming in and everything, there, there's going to be some major stuff going on shortly. It's probably by the end of this season. It's going to end where I'm hoping it does in the comics. But if well, that, I mean, if that's the case, you know, like they did on Fear, where they gutted half their their cast and recast everybody. Yeah, it's coming. Hmm. Yeah, because it. Uh, we're obviously going to get to. My guess is at the very the mid season finale is the part where you see Eugene and Rosita dive down in that, cover themselves in mud, and you have them walk by and say, "Where are they?" That wasn't Eugene and Rosita, was it? No, I thought that was just two random people. It was people. just two randos. Yeah, it's two mm. randos. Because I'm seeing the, I'm watching the right. clip right now. It's are just you? two randos that I've never seen before. Okay, all right. It looks like but, Rosita's But, you know, it's six years braided. in the present or more, so well, it could just be new members that they have. That, Rosita does have an encounter with them. 
I think it was Eugenia Rosita. All right, well, I'm going to rewind then. It's not, because I just watched it on the on Facebook. Yeah, okay. You got your glasses <laughs> on over there? Yes, Ooh. I just watched it, because it's not anybody you know. Okay, let's watch it on the big screen. But I do know, yeah. I looked up the Magna chick with the girl with the big hair. She Look, was, there's oh, Rosita. Well, there was Rosita right there. staggering but it's around, not but her that wasn't in covering the, the bank. Here Look at her bank. hair. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, there they are sliding down the bank. There's a dude. That's Eugene. That's Rosita. Holy shit, it is. Fuck y'all. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> All right. But I swear in the previous previews we've seen that was barcode and somebody else. Yeah, because you mentioned that too. Yeah. Before. Mm. before Dude, I swear. Maybe they do it another scene also. I'm going to have. Well, maybe, well maybe they, they probably to, did it to throw maybe everybody Maybe they need off. to do this because barcode and the other person did it too. Because I swear you said that before last time. I'm going to have to go back and find those other teaser trailers that we saw because I swear to God. Well, it's it's Ken and Bark, not Ken. That's for sure yeah, Rosita, and I'm about 99% that, sure that's Eugene. I think I think you're right. That looks yeah. like his little whiny bitch-ass face right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's Rosita. Because he chopped his hair off. That's her. Yeah, that's definitely Rosita. Damn. Right? Damn, dude. Yeah, that's, that's, it, Eugene. that's Eugene. There yeah. he is. It's Eugene. All hell the king. Thank All right, man. All right. All right. You got to rub it in. Holy shit. I'll rub it in like that mud all over your oh, face. Big old pile in my, in my mm-hmm. right eye. Big steaming. Because, see, look, he's about to cry like a little bitch. And that would explain him sitting there looking at everybody oh, else wait, wait, freaking wait. out. Wait, wait, Do you see? I want to look at his hands below the tree's trunk there. You got to pause it just right so you can see his hands below yeah. the tree trunk. I want to see if he's I got. I am. See, there they are milling around. So he's got a fake arm or what? What is that? Yeah, it's like a metal. Oh, okay. He has a. They showed him. Like they did on Game of Thrones. They sh- <laughs> yeah, they showed him at one point, but they only showed like the forearm that was like a metal. Oh, okay. I must have missed that. A metal, like a merle. It just looks like a wood yeah. hand from that angle. Yeah. Because it's that color of wood. He's got the Game of Thrones, you know. I'm a real boy. <laughs> but, you know, I guess they did that because that was easier than him wearing a green sock. Right. And, than them and, and, uh, CGI and CGI and I out of every know, scene. What I want to know is are A.A. Ron and Jesus doing the nasty now? No. It's been six years. He's had plenty of time to get over Eric. Jesus just sitting there looking fine as hell. With his leather jacket. Damn right. <laughs> And the sweaty balls. And that, that rubber and underwear because it seals in the flavor. If he still has a man bun after six years, it's, it's like everybody else has different hair. If he still has a man bun. Come on, Aaron, rub your nub on me. Yeah, you know you want to, Aaron. Do you know that uh, Aaron that makes, uh, a, makes a good Spaghetti Tuesday? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I got distracted. Um, the Magna girl, is that her name? Ma- yeah. Did you say her name was? Magna. Magna. The one with the big fro hair. She was in a, um, oh, I'm going blank. She 300. Was, she's in the 300. Really? And she was in like a season of 300. And she also. Uh, 300 or 100? The one where, with Alicia that was on that the show. 100, the 100, not the 300. The 100. Uh, but, uh, I'm done with y'all. Oh, my in, God. She was also You're in the Insurgent her. Oblivion movies. Insurgent, that book. Yeah. She yeah. was in that too. No, you got you me want. on that one. Well, yeah. the uh, fat boy, what's his name on this one? Luke. Luke, yeah. Goldberg's. Yeah. And Fantastic Beast. Yep. He looks like a Fantastic Beast. Dude, I'm still shocked that that is Eugene. And Rosita. And Rosita. Yep. Now, I do vaguely remember some teaser that it felt like it was barcode at one point. Dude, I swear it was. We'll have to dig something out because I swear I shared that. I don't know if, anyway, anyway, we're we're splitting hairs. All right, we good? We're I, good. I think so. I All mean, right. See you six years in the future. Yep. <laughs> oh my god. Hope I'm still alive. No. Peace. All right. Am I the meanest? Am I the prettiest? Am I the baddest? No foe down around this town. Shut up! I can't hear you. Shut up! 
love is me. <laughs> 